Metal Podcast crew. What's up? What's up? I'm Wolfman Dave. And I'm the Guap. Diego, what's up, guys? Welcome back. It's episode 134, I believe, of that Metal Podcast. Yeah, it's quite a bit. And as we say, we're going to roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> 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 Today's episode is about... about Sludge, that gritty, dirty stoner metal. Um, yes, um, dirtiness. Yeah, I think we're gonna go with like a, I don't know, like a good smorgasbord full of them. You know. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a good, it's a good sampler pack. Yeah, a beer flight. <laughs> a beer, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the flight. Get it, because you guys are gonna get high. So, I mean, that's the intention, right? Yeah, yeah. Take a big old hit. <laughs> so Go for the ride. We had a we had we had a fucking what do you call it? Uh, this was actually requested by Siri's talking to. Oh Siri shit! Wants to be I, part I, of this. I activated Siri by accident. Yeah, yeah. It's like Damn. Siri's like I want to listen to Stone Metal. She got turned on. All right. We we this was a user uh, requested um, listener requested. Um, mm-hmm. So thank you to Wesley David. He's uh, one of our recreational listeners, as we would say. Recreational, <laughs> huh? So we're, we're going to have a list of bands that we think. If you're not already into Stoner Metal or Sludge, I think this is a great starting list. And for a lot, there's I honestly think this is like a really good list because I have been looking online and everything. And I pre-made this. I know I had asked you before. Yeah. Like, what are some bands? I kept some. I got rid of some. I, I know there's some that are they're very obvious ones. Yeah, for sure. So I didn't want it to be... It, it is still pretty obvious with the list. But again, there's a lot of OGs in there. Yeah, I think it's a good, you know, scratching the surface of what stoner sludge bands are. Sure. And I, I think with that being said, I think from there... You know, it's up to the listener to further explore. You yeah. Know, further explore, fill in the blanks, like I said, find what else is out there, because I think this is a good start. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment, though, because we have news as usual. <laughs> uh, the f- So this one first topic that I asked was, who the fuck is 1975? Um, they stated that Metallica is the worst band of all time. Yeah, but who the fuck are they? You know, like I had never listened to this band. We just heard it right now. We just listened to them, like literally right before we started this. And um, I had seen their name tossed around. Yes. Yeah, and they're like, like you said, they're like a dream pop band. Like they're a pop band. Sure. Um, and there's a lot more dream pop, dream gaze, pop, whatever, whatever you want to call it. There's a lot of good bands out there. Yeah. They are not one of them. Yeah. Like from what I heard, we're not like, I don't hate on the genre or anything. Mm -hmm. I just, why say that they're one of the worst? Like for what? Yeah. What was your gain out of it? Yeah. I mean, financially, they're not obviously. Yeah. Metallica is not one of the worst bands. I mean, we can say that they suck. 
I think that saying some band saying a band sucks is versus they uh, they're the worst band, two different things. Yeah, I don't know if if this guy I don't know, but again, like you said, who the fuck are they to even be saying shit like that? They're in no position, dude, to be saying these things about Metallica. Yeah, what if it was like um, like um, publicity. Oh, yeah, what if it was a publicity thing? Like you know, yeah, right man. now with the whole Stranger Things mm-hmm. that just passed by us. Mm-hmm. And well, that's that was his reasoning, right? That that was the yeah. part of the uh, the article. Yeah, that you know he he's like, yeah, what's uh, running up the hill or whatever. Uh, the Kate Bush. Sh- yeah, and then he was like the whole thing with, with Master Puppets and and whatever. He was just like, man, they're the one of the worst bands of all time. Like that's how it was. This whole thing yeah, started. Yeah. I asked. I mean, you're right. I mean, it could just be a publicity stunt. Yeah, like he could to, probably just be wanting to get under people's skin. Yeah. To be like, well, who the fuck is a 1975? Like, kind of like God Howard damn did. it! Are you just poured- <laughs> <laughs> listen? He, he just got us. <laughs> damn it! <laughs> Fucking clickbait. For real. Son of a bitch. This damn guy, it! This guy must listen listen to Metal Sucks the yeah. the publication. Damn it! All right, you won this one, puto. <laughs> All right. He's probably listening right now. Yeah, this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of fucking winning, dude, interest. I thought this was fucking great. Again, you guys know the deal. Every time I say interesting, you take a shot. Uh, wait, wait. We do. All right. Yeah. Let me take a shot of water. <laughs> I'm the listener. <laughs> Actually, let me get my my sheet ready. Just so you guys know, this is a, an early recording, so it's not time for shots just yet. No, but I'm already off work, so it's all yeah. good. But I'm, I'm not drinking today. And I'm technically still on the clock. I'm working as we speak right now. Oh, that's, that's Celsius, man. I'll tell you what. Sparkling kiwi guava. It's thanks to Jonah Hill, man. What did you? I saw you. I saw you post something about that. Yeah, that well, fat bastard. Well, he's not. He's fucking looking good, man. Oh well, yeah, man. yeah. Uh, that dude. He he put up a. I don't know if it's GQ mm-hmm. on uh, on YouTube, and they do this uh, series uh, ten things I I can't live without. I mean, it's actors and actresses and stuff like that. Yeah, and I, know, I think it's actors because it's GQ. Oh yeah, that's right. And they had him, and this is one of them, Celsius, and this exact drink too, the kiwi uh, guava. And I was like, oh, it's not only it's good for you, but it's like an energy drink. So I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Um, from the looks of it, obviously they're still bad for you, but this is like some of the one of the more healthier ones. Yeah, yeah. So Celsius, if you want to fucking sponsor, hello. Exactly. Hey Celsius. Beard struggle. Hello. I got some good beard going on right here. I could use some of your oil. Hello. Hey, y'all got any like oils for like hair? Yeah, that'd be wonderful. That'd be great, guys. I, I could use that. Send them my way. Some that metal podcast one at gmail.com. Um, but again off topic the creator of the VR headset the Oculus VR headset um, he went one step further and he decided to make and I don't know if this is a prototype or what's going to happen which there's no fucking way that he's being serious about it yeah in terms of like I mean he he doesn't have like Elon Musk money to just make fucking flamethrowers and just start selling them. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? And just build an underground tunnel under 
under LA and then just stop. <laughs> I don't think he has that much money. So yeah, yeah. This headset is designed to kill you if you actually die in the game. So if you die in the game, there are three sets of explosions in there in the headset. Yeah. And they're supposed to kill you. Uh, I don't know what the guy's thinking. Like, I mean, there's no user retention there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me go buy this. You know? Yeah. Like, let me go get my head blown off. Man, this have, there's no replay value, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, my instant, like, thought. Have you ever seen that movie Battle Royale? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you the, know how like Japanese one. Yeah, you know how they have like those collars like if they try to yeah, escape yeah. their heads like yeah, yeah. explode. I love it. Yeah. Like that's just that was my first go to like oh shit. That's cool. But yeah. it's like I don't know. Like I'm just thinking like what is he thinking when he says that? Does he want to get to like prisoners or something? I, I could see this working with a <laughs> Think about this. Now guys just go along with this hypothetically right? <laughs> all right let's go you're a prison warden and you want to think make things interesting you give your prisoners on death row the headset you have them play they all they all have to draw straws they all play different t- uh, amounts of time right one hour two hours three hours etc they have that. That's how much time they have to play the game. Yeah, yeah. Whatever game. Uh, the game, I don't know. I'm not that smart. I haven't thought of a game right now. But if they die in that time, well, that was that's their execution day anyways. So fuck them. That's how they're mm. going to die. At least they died with a bang playing a video game. What happens if they get through it? Then they go free. Okay. Or at least don't have their... their uh, execution date anymore that's it they just they live their life in prison got it so then why don't we just toss him on an island and have them just kill each other off and then the last man standing wins he can go free yeah instead of doing that it seems more fun put it on pay per view I would fucking pay for that (laughs) dude like a like a survivor type like a big brother type thing where they have like cameras running like all day but with fucking people getting shanked yeah Yeah. it's like put him on an island (laughs) On this day, these five prisoners on death row will be thrown on an island with oh, nothing dude. but a toothbrush or something like that, oh, you know? Yeah, or like the Japanese with their pans and pots and shit. Yeah, yeah, something. Man, we're just talking <laughs> battle pot, royale. Pot lid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they love that shit. I don't know why they like to do that. Yeah. Even in fucking Final Fantasy 2, there was a fucking, I think a pot lid was like a shield or some shit. It was fucking <laughs> weird, dude. Oh, um, yeah. I like where you're going with this. I like where you're going with that. What? We got to combine those. Th- no, but still, that is like the weirdest thing. Yeah, like what? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, like, is there an article on this? There is, but I don't, I don't have it. I don't, I mm. couldn't open it because I was at work the other day. I couldn't open it. Got it. I'm going to assume that this guy's just uh, trolling or being, you know, some sort of, uh, just, yeah, just being, just being funny about it. Um, Something that did catch my attention, um, I know I was watching, I, I guess I've been checking out a lot of, um, I think Metal Injection on Instagram. And I like it because you could easily go and, and, and 
and cl click the bio and then you can click all the articles that you want to look at it's really easy for me i started just using utilizing that lately for more just stuff that we can talk about mm -hmm. and i thought what was interesting was neil, neil fallon so this is a, the singer for clutch uh yeah another kind of stoner metal yes they uh, are I will say this: I cannot stand Clutch. I I love Clutch, but again, in small doses. Yeah. Um. Interesting from Baltimore, I think, from Maryland or some shit like that. Uh. So he says that. Um. So the the topic is about the misplaced nostalgia of fans who want bands to return to their old sound. Got it. So. <coughs> Opeth. Excuse me. Yeah, Opeth. Excuse me. <laughs> that is exactly, exactly how I felt, you know? Mm -hmm. So even here it says some bands certainly change their sound. Sometimes this drastic change, Opeth. So it's he says, that's one thing I never really quite understood. Oh, I wish you could return back to your old sound or whatever. That's like, well, do you want the same thing over and over and over? Um, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Um, I get I get where he's coming from with that. Like, yeah, that's always that's always something that um, it's always difficult to talk about when it comes down to this sort of thing because there's a ton of bands that change for the better. Yeah, and then there's bands that just for you know like they. They make they make a change and it just doesn't appeal to everyone anymore. Yeah. And of course, their hardcore fans are like, "I liked you better in this time." You know, I really started to notice this, and and I never thought I'd notice this, in for this band, for example, um, because the biggest change already happened for Catatonia. Yeah, that was many years ago. Mm -hmm. It was like '96 or whatever. Their biggest change already happened, and it was interesting to see that. These guys are getting well. Catatonia is getting criticized for the new single Atrium or oh, whatever yeah, it's yeah, called. Yeah, I, I heard thought it was it. great. I heard it. Um, it's not like what do you call it? Uh, it's not gonna be like where I'm like, oh my god, I can't wait to see what they have next. But it's enough. They're like, all right, cool. I know it's not their last album. Yeah. So I'll be all right. I'll be. I'm kind of happy about it. Kind of looking forward to it now. So. <clears throat> A lot of the listeners on the on their page are like, "What the fuck is this?" And you know, I used to love Catatonia, but not anymore. And there's just a lot of people getting upset. And I'm like, "Why? Why are they changing their sound?" And blah blah blah. And it's like, yeah, I, I could see it. Like, bands have to experiment. They have to change their sound a little bit here and there. They start incorporating stuff. It happens all the time. And again, we're unfortunately we get stuck in like what we think the band should be yeah right? we get stuck on that and it's like we have to remember i mean they do it for themselves yeah yeah they don't do it for us i mean in our heads it's like if it ain't broken right. don't fix it you know but yeah. it's like <laughs> um i don't know the process that it, that they're going through as far as like we're writing these songs and then they've hit a wall maybe and they're just yeah. like what do we do to make a change to it to kind of like Maybe inspire them to maybe write something new. Right. You know, maybe they've just been so constantly writing this music that they just need to find a different avenue for them to mm -hmm. continue writing. 
to get rejuvenated or yeah, to yeah. get re-inspired again. I think that's that's great. And I know at, uh, at one point Agalog did that, and that's why they fucking made the mantle, mm-hmm. and that's why that was so fucking amazing. You know, they they had so many different uh, influences at that time. Yeah. That, not necessarily permeated into the music and, and they're like, oh, we're going to copy what we wanted to. But naturally, it came into the music the way they wanted it to. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool. I feel that. Yeah. So our next uh, our subject or topic, whatever, was Miles Davis, the great uh, drummer, legendary drummer, was... Um, <laughs> Um, let me see. So apparently he, I guess he had never heard of Dave Lombardo. Okay. And I think he got to see him. Okay. And it's, it's because of his son. So Miles Davis's son was watching MTV. Slayer came on war ensemble. And Miles Davis is like, what the fuck? What the hell are you listening to? And then he says, wow, that drummer is laying it down. <laughs> <laughs> laying the smack down. <laughs> Looking funny, dude, right there. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I guess Dave Lombardo's a good drummer, right? Yeah, yeah. That's fucking funny, dude. How, how cool is that, though, to get... Uh, for Miles Davis to like recognize to you, recognize yeah, yeah, yeah another yeah. another drummer, that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, and two completely different styles of drumming. Oh yeah, too. I mean the whole style of the whole <laughs> his arrows, they were fucking hardcore, dude. Yeah, dude, they were all fucking shooting up and fucking doing lines off their fucking drum kits and hell yeah all wild kinds playing. of shit oh dude they're wild dude it's like i'm fucking playing this yeah <sighs> and yeah i mean I, does it miss a beat no i mean they were intense dude and i've heard some of the some of the stuff with miles davis and and a lot of those cats from those those times mm-hmm. and it's so fucking chaotic dude that shit if if you wanted to punish me just put that on on like super like crank that bitch up dude (laughs) and i would get anxiety from that dude because it's so chaotic man it's just like and and i know there's a there's a there's a method to that to to their madness but it just fucking and and they're not saying that the music sucks i'm saying it's great but it's just like fuck that's a lot dude it's intense yeah yeah so how crazy like but miles davis yeah what up Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I wanted to go over a fucking... Uh, let's see what you guys think, too, uh, listeners and stuff and about this. Uh, best uh, metal uh, thrash debuts of all time. Uh, let me see if I can find it here. This is Loudwire's list of... Of the best, 10 best thrash debut albums of the last, oh, it's from the last 10 years. Oh, so this is Extension AD's Rick Jimenez. Oh, nice. So he's going to say some of the best ones. All right. We'll still roll with it. So let's see what, yeah, yeah, see yeah. what, he, what he says. It gives us like new, new For thrash sure. bands because yeah. could be some we haven't even heard about. I don't. I already know I haven't. 
So, <laughs> condition critical, operational hazard, 2013. I'm going to say no fucking idea who that is. Nope. I'm agree on that one. I don't know. So if you guys have yeah. listened to them, like, mm-hmm. let us know. Like, hey, they're a sweet band. We're probably we'll probably listen to yeah. them, but you know, this one I agree. I'm good with Power Trip, Manifest Decimation. Ooh, yes, of course. Yeah, your tokayo. I know, right? <laughs> Dude, I get that so many times. Dude, I went to San Antonio last yeah, week, yeah. and um, well- <laughs> and it was nonstop. Like my friend was just like, "Oh, George, yeah, yeah. George, I, I was with George. What and up, then, cold pizza? Hell yeah!" And uh, he's like, "Hey, wait, Jeep." Um, he's like, "You look like the dude from Power Trip, way. <laughs> you look like fucking Riley Gale." <laughs> and I'm like, "Wait," he's like, "Nah, wait, I was gonna take a picture of you and be like hanging really? out with Riley yeah. Gale." And I was like, "Nah, dude," and he's like, "Nah, I would have gotten so much shit." Uh, I'm like, dude, dude, for real, man. Like, it's nonstop, dude. <clears throat> well, you got the porn stash, the yeah. hat, and the flannels. The hair. The hair. Well, he didn't always wear flannels, but yeah, t-shirts. Well, you know who who looks like him now? Uh, look, look up the singer from from Gate Creeper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that fucker, dude. He, yeah. Him too, man. He's he does the hat, the the porn stash. Yeah, and the hair yeah, too. The hair. He looks just like him. And the Riley Gale. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Skeleton Pit, Chaos at the Mosh Reactor, 2015. Never heard of them. Uh, Snafu. Snafu. Yeah. Present Day Plague, 2015. Wraith, mm-hmm. Heed the Warning, 2018. No idea. Nope. Creeping Death, sure. Wretched Illusions, yeah. 2019. Uh, so... Is that all of them? No. It's because they're, they're more of like a death... Yeah, I feel like that one's more like a... Yeah. Not so much of a thrash band. I think they lean more to like a death metal band. I Yeah. Um, Go Ahead and Die. Go Ahead and Die, 2021. Nope. Nope, never heard of them. Inhuman condition, rat god. I feel like these guys are more death metal. More also. death metal too. Good mm-hmm. band. Yeah, they're a really good band, yeah. but they're more death metal rather yeah. than thrash. This uh, offshoot from Butchery, um, mm-hmm. Florida. Them Florida boys make me some some gator burnt ends. <laughs> some burnt ends. God damn it. Misfire. Sympathy for the ignorant. Twenty twenty one again. Don't None. know, but this looks more like a death metal album. Uh, Schizophrenia. Recollections of the Insane 2022. Damn, they just came out. This is a, this, I mean, just by the name, it's, they're probably Sepultura. Uh, yep. Esque. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. All right. That's, that's that, that was a list. Yeah, that was. Oh, all man. Right. I thought there'd be more on there that I would recognize yeah, or know, something. Right? There's yeah, a lot of. We, we need to get on that shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, how many bands on there really are considered like thrash bands? Power I mean, trip? I don't know. Power. The the only one that I recognize, but they're, like, but they're crossover. They're too. a crossover thrash band, yeah. but they lean more towards like you know they have all the thrash riffs, so you can really put them like hardcore, like right. hardcore thrash. You know, yeah. I don't know. 
Well, extension AD guy, you you got us thinking now. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, I think one of the one of the things that I've I guess it's both of us really a lot. Actually, most of our our homies enjoy listening to stuff that's non metal. Yeah, and I mean the real the real ones know that it's not gonna be metal twenty four seven. And I wait for the kids out there yeah. screaming. It's going to be the thrash I, band. I scared somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 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 I feel that, you know, like it's not metal for us 24-7. So yeah. I think a lot of the newer bands that come out. Yeah. And my personal like uh, preference, I feel like in a way have to feel like wowed. Yeah. When they're when they're new bands coming up. Right. Like, holy shit, this band is really good. Yeah. Yeah, and so I've been listening to a lot of weird and and stranger things like stranger music lately as well because I don't know like I started listening to is it Japanese Breakfast or whatever? Yeah, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, it's fucking good, man. Yeah, yeah, that shit was good. That shit was like, well, no, I told you about Cassiopeia. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, I thought you mentioned Japanese Breakfast. Did there. I? Yeah, I so, so I started I started listening to them cuz I saw this uh I think it's a uh Austin City Limits um performance and I saw this this little this girl I think I think she's like Korean this Korean girl running around this fucking big set singing and I was like with the big band in the back and all this shit and trumpets yeah, yeah. and all the sound and everything and I was like man what is going on here I love this so I just started listening to that to their their newest album. It's really upbeat and really positive because the other stuff, I guess her their girl's mom had passed away, so she had a lot of like depressive music going on. So the newer album was more upbeat and very, yeah, yeah, very very big band, but also at the same time there's songs that are like '80s synth wave, t- you know, type thing going. Oh, on. Oh, that's true. So there's a I lot of that. cool, yeah. There's a lot of cool stuff going on with that. Um, but Kirk, Kirk Weinstead, or how do you say his name? Yeah, Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. He, so the, here's the deal. Unfortunately, it's a video that he has, so I'm not going to play it or whatever. But he was saying these are some not, these are some great kick-ass non-metal albums for you to check out. Yeah. And I re, I could already tell you some of them I'm like, sure. You know, he has, for sure, he has Duran Duran on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. Saturday Night Fever, the fucking soundtrack. Hell yeah. Some disco. Again, and to me, I don't give a fuck about any of that shit because that's not, that wasn't my enemy, man. I didn't grow up yeah, saying yeah, yeah. disco sucks. I don't give a shit, so I'm fine with that. ABBA rules. <laughs> uh, what else? Robin Trower, good guitarist. Um, I'm trying to see what else I can find here. A Taste of Money. Some Motown. So there's a, there's a bunch. Oh, shit. I played it by accident. There's a bunch of shit that comes from here. And I thought it was interesting because, you know, he's in Crowbar, for people who know. Yeah. He's sludge metal. Yeah, I took it from um, one of the sludge guys. Yeah. Where is he from? Louisiana? Yep. Nola. And I believe, too... Um, 
down? Yeah, down. He's in down. So that's so so that's where I was kind of going towards saying that I didn't want to really list a lot of the the super obvious um, stoner metal sludge bands like fucking Super Joint Ritual, uh, Down, uh, Crowbar. Yeah. I wanted to get into other bands who I think, even though they're still huge in the in, in, in every sense of stoner metal and, and that genre, I still think a lot of people should probably check out these bands. There's something for everybody, I think. Yeah. Um, but we're not quite there yet. We're almost there. We wanted to give thanks because uh, tomorrow is Veterans Day. We wanted to give thanks to some of our listeners who are veterans and stick by and they listen to our ramblings and we really appreciate everything you guys do. What I wanted to do, if you guys are okay with it, um, and mean this in the best way possible and no disrespect or anything like that. Uh, I wanted to give a toast and uh, uh, it, it almost reads like a prayer, but it's like a toast to them, right? So I have my Celsius, you have your water. Um, Stay hydrated. Yeah. So it's kind of a lengthy, it's kind of a lengthy uh, toast. So give me a sec here, okay? So a toast to our military. To those who went, to those who are still there. To those who have returned, to those who never will. Uh, let's honor our military, the men and women who serve, whose dedication to our country does not falter, halt, or swerve. Let's respect them for their courage. They're ready to do what's right to keep America safe so we can sleep better at night. Let's support and defend our soldiers whose hardships are brutal and cruel, whose discipline we cannot imagine. Who follow each other, each order and rule. Here's to those who choose to be warriors and their helpers. Good and true. They're fighting for American values. They're fighting for me and you. So, thank you, sir. And Salud. Cheers, cheers to you guys. Cheers to them. So, we really wanted to say thank you. And also, I mean this in a non-disrespectful way, too. When I had gone to, um, it was Megadeth in, in Albuquerque, I realized when I was always making that joke that a lot of military are really into Five Finger Death Punch because they were going to be the opening band. Ooh. Remember? Yep. Uh, they were the starter. I mean, the starters, the, the headliners. Megadeth opened for them. Dang. So I thought it was crazy because I was like, just joking. Ha ha. You know, like Five Finger Death Punch and whatever. So if... You're like, all right, I'm done listening to Five Finger Death Punch. I want something heavier or I want something different. If you did not know some of these bands, these are kind of bands that kind of have that war, um, either topics or themed, or they talk about soldiers or they talk about uh, actual events in history. And I thought it would be really cool. Do you want to go off the first one? Yeah, first one, this is definitely not Five Finger Death Punch. It's a uh, hail of bullets. Yeah, so hail of bullets is another splintered group from I believe Bolt Thrower. Um, mm-hmm. So that's there's that's a good start off right there. Uh, if you're into some good groovy death metal, I think Jungle Rot. Ooh, such a good band. Is a great fucking band. Um, for those who are 
in the know and you know you're you're you've seen ukraine struggle but i mean they're fighting their tits off i mean they're fucking doing an outstanding job i think uh, <laughs> against uh, russia right now 1914 i think that band is such an incredible you know symphonic but like fucking heavy ass brutal ass fucking death metal band yeah i think they're really fucking good at um um, they're really specialized in World War well, <clears throat> World War One and Two, so it's really good, dude. I mean, they're they're, they're like super hardcore into like <clears throat> days and events and like uh, people also. Okay, so they're really good, man. Um, you want to go the next couple? Um, who do we got next? We got Eisters. Mm-hmm. Damn. So. So Iced Earth, a lot of people already know Iced Earth, man, and you yeah. know, you know the the deal with the uh, what's his name, the singer. Um, I forget his name, but he's really pro American. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's really pro American. Yeah, he was there at the the insurrection um, with them Proud Boys. No, not the Proud Boys. Uh, I forgot what they're called. I don't know. His, he has a group. He has. Uh, I forgot the name of his his group, but certainly the Glorious Burden. He has different albums that that really go into like uh, the Revolutionary War and just to go into, uh, you know, just a lot of stuff that happened here in the U.S. Yeah, um, Sabaton, man. I mean, I think they're pretty much they're the I think the epitome of what it is to be war and talk about war and stuff like that. But again, they don't a hundred percent. They don't like glorify it. They're just telling stories, dude. Yeah, yeah. They're there are more storytellers the same way. That 1914 are, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, these next ones. Yeah. Iron Maiden pretty much. If you, I feel like everyone here listening, like if you haven't heard Iron Maiden, yeah. like you pretty much a lot of what they throw out there is all about war. Like mm-hmm. Aces High. The Trooper. You know, the Trooper. Run to the Hills is. That with your boots on. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of cool. There's a lot of, a lot of. um. Yeah. But if you want something like more fast like upbeat type of like yeah. um metal like british metal it's iron maiden yeah and and again i mean i, I say this and again in the most try not to be disrespectful there's disturbed and then there's five finger death punch who are always writing about talking about war or they're talking about they're, like they're like they're like i don't want to say songs for that yeah, but it's it, besides country music because country music by far is super pro war in terms of um, veterans. Yeah, yeah, and super supportive of veterans. I mean, just that fucking was it courtesy of the red, white, and blue that song? God damn it! I love playing <laughs> that shit on the fourth of fucking July, dude. That's a fucking great song, dude. <laughs> but but like what what I want to understand is yeah. why like five finger death punch, like why. Why, when you're like in the military or something, why is that your go-to to listen to? You know, mm-hmm. like that's what I want to understand. So, I think my understanding too is like, or trying to understand as well. Yeah, is uh, there has to have been some sort of connection from the beginning in terms of like, let's say for example, people who are like starting off listening to music when they start when they first start listening to corn or slipknot or or those kind of those bands where they're like fuck man these guys 
they know how I feel. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? In terms of like, I mean, I guess in corn and Jonathan Davis, you know, he was raped. Other people are like, fuck, man, I know how that feels. And then that song, Daddy, and they just fucking connect right away. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there's just sort of some connection, uh, connective tissue with a lot of the soldiers and, and veterans or whoever listening to Five Finger Death Punch who really, like, really go at it. Really, really. I know there's a song. What is it called? Is it The Wrong Side of Heaven? Or what is it called? I don't know, man. Uh, let me let's don't ask me, let's, man. Let's do Apple. <laughs> let's do Apple. Yeah, don't ask me. I don't listen to Five Finger Death Punch. This was consistently on a lot of different lists. The wrong side of heaven. And I know, I know that song, and I know Bad Company, which oh, yeah. is which is by Bad Company, uh, is also another famous one that a lot of the people like. Because I actually went on uh, playlists. And I saw a lot of different playlists from veterans for specifically for other veterans. And there was a lot of country. I mean, there was full of country music yeah, and then full of five finger death punch and disturbed. For real? So, yeah. So I thought it was interesting because it's like, so how does five, not five finger death punch. So how does disturbed fall into that? Like, are they down with the sickness? I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I just... think, I mean, it's, <laughs> I think it's one of those things where, you know, let's say for example, I have friends who listen to pop music because they don't want to think and it's easy for them to get into. Okay. Excuse me. You listen to a lot of shoegaze, a lot of shit gaze, a lot of uh, stuff where it's like the songs are like 10 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Pascual too, right? Yeah. His uh, his favorite band is, um, what are they called? Godspeed Emperor. Godspeed God you Black Emperor Godspeed you Black Emperor Yeah Right That shit They take their time Yeah dude Right Good band though so, No no of course But I mean th- those guys All of those bands uh, and, and that sort of genre They kind of take their time Not that you only like that genre You like other fucking genres But I'm just saying is that They don't get to the point I feel like bands like Disturbed And Five Finger Death Punch They get straight to the fucking point They don't yeah. fuck around And boom And it's kind of like That's why I like Pantera <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. they, they do the same thing. Or, or like maybe even Fear Factory to an extent. I mean, that shit's a fucking little, like, do you know, because he's short and fat, like a little fucking explosion of, of energy and, and flavor. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I wonder if there's something like that with with those other bands. Because yeah, I, I have tried listening to them and I just fucking laugh. And I think, because I can't, I can't I, do I it, I can't man. listen to it. Like, honestly, like, I cannot stand that band. Five yeah. Finger Death Punch. Yeah. Like, I just can't. Like, I I got a chance. Well, I actually saw them live. It was free. Yeah. And I went to go see them because my friend was like, yo, I have free tickets. Like, you just want to go? And I was like, yes. Okay, I'll, if it's free, it's for me. Sure. All the time. So we went, and then I was like, dude, I just want to see, like, the first couple Five Finger Death Punch songs because there's always that thing where you listen to a band, like, on like the radio or like, you know, Spotify or something like that. And you don't, you don't like them. Right. You watch them live and they change your mind. Yes. So I was like, okay, I talk so much shit, but let me see how they do. And I was so bored. (laughs) I walked out. Like I was like, I'm not going to finish this show. Like I'm leaving. Yeah. Like, and that, that's just me though. Like that's me. But 
maybe they have something in their in their notes like a certain note that they play in all their songs that just like switches in like the yeah. military you know it's like I, honestly I think it's lyrically it's you know brawling fighting <laughs> and a lot of the stuff that they that they talk about and I I feel like there's again that simplicity where it just kind of I don't want to think get me into what I got to do yeah just get me into right. the zone yeah and so I feel like there's stuff like that for example you know people who lift weights a lot they put on their certain tunes that they're like this is what's gonna get me to fucking lift damn dude you know that's crazy dude I listen to like the weirdest shit when I work out <laughs> <laughs> I'll, listen to, I'll listen to like some techno jams yeah 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 oh hell yeah dude, dude I'll listen to some techno sometimes I'll be listening to like some Enya oh, I love fucking Enya yeah dude. dude but while working out yeah okay you know? I, I listen to while driving yeah I don't know if that's safe yeah you'll pass out <laughs> that's probably not very safe <laughs> yeah what is it Caribbean Blue or whatever yeah the dude and then shit. you know I, I have some weird playlists when I work out so you gotta do weird. German techno Oh yeah, German or like techno. European techno. Yeah, European. Hell yeah, <laughs> dude, that's just so fucking nuts, man. Um, but we have one last band what, on one, this yeah. list. One more, one more last band for our veterans, and I think this is the OG of OGs. Yeah, uh, Bolt Thrower. Bolt I think, Thrower. I think Bolt sure. Thrower is one of the more churning. It's literally the epitome of a fucking tank just coming to coming through town. Yeah, just churning that mid paced. You know, they're taking their fucking time and they're just fucking heavy, dude. And they're just ready to like annihilate. And I love that they have their their thing based off of um, um, what's that old uh, turn based tabletop game? It's not it's not it's not D&D. Um, um, it's realms of. Um, I forgot where they started. Uh, Warhammer. Oh, okay, okay. So it's Warhammer. That's their initial, where they kind of got their their shit from the, the tabletop yeah, yeah. game. That's sick. It's an old RPG, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, there and you see their cover art. It's really cool. But I mean, their cover man, for like the Fourth Crusade, I think I forgot the name of that album. It's like a painting. Um, uh, is it is it Realm Chaos or Chaos Chaos Realm? I forgot the name of the album. Yeah. But my my favorite album is Mercenary. Like that's my absolute fucking favorite. The one with favorite. Snake on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, you know, doing recon and shit. Yeah. Um, and then there's the those ones loyal. I believe it has this like this almost like this bronze uh, monument. Yeah. Uh, really good. I I you can't go wrong with Bolt Thrower for those who are into death metal. You know what I mean. I think any of these who are, if, if you want a quick burst of energy, uh, but if you want, <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like Sabaton are like some of the best ones out there yeah. to get you into like, really get you into like whatever it is that you want to do. Uh, they're fun. They don't take themselves too seriously. I mean, that guy wears aviator shades <laughs> and he's literally jumping around doing like David Lee Roth kicks and shit like that, dude. Hell yeah. He's fucking awesome. Um, Imagine going to war and then just doing like David Lee Roth kicks, dude. And he has a little battle vest. Hell yeah, he has like a little like little shield, like a bulletproof vest. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He just wears that. It's fucking weird. Um, all right, so again, thank you guys, thank you all veterans, um, thank you for putting up with the shit that we listen to, that we, the shit that we say. Yeah. <laughs> 
appreciate. No disrespect to anyone losing a five finger death punch. I just don't like them. Yeah, again, <sighs> teach their own. It sucks. It's it's like it's one of those things where it's tough because, like, I've tried so many times. Like with Tool, like if it's Tool or Five Finger, I'd rather just listen to Tool, dude. Yeah, you know, and and then I'm already getting used to fucking Ghost, so oh, yeah, yeah. like it's like oh, okay, I can listen to Ghost then, you know, that kind of sucks too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but before we get into our stoner metal, man. We have, we have a funny, um, well, actually, I don't know if it's funny. I'm hoping it's funny, though. We're going to go over some funny names for weed. Okay. So, what do you guys know? What do you listeners know? Our recreational, recreational listeners. You know it as trees, some marijuana. I mean, weed. Weed. Typical weed. So, there's 420. There's Acapulco Gold, asparagus, asparagus. Yep. Broccoli, I can see that. The bubonic chronic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's that's like intense. Like, yo, give me some of that bubonic chronic. Highway. Bubonic chronic. That sounds like that doesn't sound like a good time to me. Uh, Buddha. Yeah. Yeah, the Buddha. That some, Buddha moist. Some Chong. I don't know about that one. Dank Sinatra. Dank Sinatra. Okay. Dobby's Hobby. <laughs> <laughs> you leave Dobby alone. A doobie, sure. Dr. Green Thumb. Yeah, seen that. Some herb. Some ganja. Giggle smoke. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Grass. <laughs> Green crack. Uh, the Grim Reefer. <laughs> uh, happy Spoke. Jazz Cabbage. Jazz Cigarette. Hmm. Maui Wawi. Yeah, heard that one. Marquise Ouncey. Oh, named after Marquise Pouncey, the NFL player. Uh, Nugs. Pineapple Express. Proposition 19. I feel like some of these are names yeah. for specific. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's Reefer McIntyre. <laughs> Righteous Bush. Oh, that's. Oh. That could be like referring to a 70s playmate. Yeah, yeah. Totally down. Uh, rock and roll tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Sammy Davis Jr. What the fuck? Wait, what? <laughs> Yo, you got some Sammy Davis Jr.? Uh, Smoochie Poochie. That's gotta be from yeah, 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 Bob. For sure. Sweet Leaf. Uh, yep. Te- tequila Sunrise. Come on, that's bullshit, guys. You know it. Come on. The Holy Herb. The stickiest of the icky. And of course, the wacky tobacco. Hey, what about the Devil's Lettuce? Devil's Lettuce was not on here, Man. but goddamn it, I amended it. We're it's back on the list. <laughs> Yeah, some of those are kind of like specific names for weeds. I I had named a a TV show like I changed the name to Boy Meets World to Boy Meets Bong. <laughs> that and I was like, oh, what else can I come up with? But that was like the pinnacle, dude. I couldn't come up with any more <laughs> 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 Like what? Like what can you change? 
like Texas Chainsaw. Oh, damn, I don't Bogs know. I don't know. Like, what can oh. you fucking Dude, change I don't know. To? Like, for anything. That we... Bogs attacks. Mars attack. Weeds attack. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's so stupid. We're looking around the room because of all these posters. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Storm of the Lights. Bong. That's the <laughs> dissection. Um, so. All right. Before we get into the actual list itself with a lot of the bands that we're going to get into. Yeah. We're going to look back, take a look at, I guess, some of the gear that's actually used um, by a lot of the different, um, not all of them, obviously, but the majority of these um, stoner metal, sludge metal, their choices for, for, for their groove and epic doomness. Um, we have uh, Matt Temp, M A T A M P. It's a all tube, and again, I feel like this has to be a hundred percent. It's got to be a fucking all tube amp. You can't fucking around with with yeah with um what's the other ones the uh, solid state. Mm-hmm. It has to be an all tube amp. Fuck that, dude. You can't you can't do that. You got to get that shit nice and hot. Hell yeah. You know, you got to get the fuzz, um, the right kind of fuzz. So, Mantamp, this is a 100-watt uh, amp head, all tube. Can dish out some of the fuzziest, most gut-wrenching overdrive. Uh. Hey. So, we got the rat distortion. So... Definitely one of the distortion pedals that are that are out there that are used a lot. Obviously, there's the uh, the full tone. There's the audio crunch box, and the freak show brown rabbit. Ooh. But for the most part, it's the rat distortion. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you got to have some orange amps. Orange, yeah, orange amps. Those guys are like, yeah. Uh, whether you 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 know. Doing the cabs or not. Uh, Marshall's Marshall is um, also synonymous. I think Marshall's like, I think it's a really well rounded. Uh, but Orange is like, like the OG. What about Sun? We're coming up on Sun. Oh, my bad. Yeah. So more pedals though. Electro harmonics, the big fucking muff. Already could tell you, uh, yes, with big muff. And the boss. FZ two fuzz. Oh, who? You can't. You can't. You can't. I mean, come on, dude. The big fucking the big muff. Or you can go for the way huge swollen pickle. Uh, that's just fucking great. Now, what are you gonna play on? What the fuck are you gonna play on? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, you yeah. need a Lepson, a Gibson Les Paul and SG. So you can look a little bit like uh, Tony Iommi. Uh, what else do we got here? Just kidding. I don't even know. Yeah, I think he uses an SG, no? Honestly, the guitar to me is fucking ugly. <laughs> the one that he, <laughs> it gets the job done. I just don't. It's just an ugly design. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I like it's because I like like fucking BC Rich and like yeah, yeah, like the the newer. Um, what's the one that? Um, the new com- there's a new guitar company. Uh, 
the guy from the haunted uh he he created i think uh, really I'm solar sure. solar guitars i think i think it's solar there's a, they're cool because they're like the same kind of okay cool shape you know what i mean um uh then we have the sun so sun sun amp um some model t there's this uh probably the most recognizable one as well because that's where a lot of the i mean sun was named after that that band yeah you know and that shit was just fucking obnoxious their their music is just drone their sound is just it's really dirty and yeah but i i can't listen to them just that droney stuff it's too slow i can't do it uh so apparently pelican uses it um but you know the 100 watt and it's just a head man and it's funny because there's also the meat smoke that there's an alternative to yeah Ampeg, I think Ampeg is is just where you got to go with 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 bass. Ampeg is synonymous with with some of the best uh, bass amps out there. There's the Univox Super Fuzz, another one, super rare apparently. And if you're looking for a good cab, there's the Emperor Four by Twelve cab. You can't go wrong with, with Mesa Boogie or Marshall either, but Emperor is good, but for the, I think guitar for the for the heads, the Varelian Meat Smoke is the is the go to. That sounds it, pretty meaty right there. <laughs> uh, shit, that's fucking funny, dude. It's an absolute beast. Three hundred watts of all tube power for bass and guitar. Uh, shit, no manches, we. <laughs> Look at this dude. Damn, that's pretty cool though. It just like fucking covers everything, right? That's all you need. All right, boys, get your bongs ready. Get your joints ready. Get them rolled up, ready yeah, to go. Yeah. Take a big old rip. Yeah, ripper a new one. So. Let's get ready to talk about some sticky icky. Ooh wee, ooh wee. Dang! All right, who do we got first on the list here? Well, before we get into that, all right, all right, all right. So a lot of a lot of people who who listen to this stuff, they still go back and they listen to Black Sabbath. Yep. They go back and they listen to Uriah Heep, and for those who do know, Lord Sir Lord ba- Sir Lord Baltimore probably only released one album, I think. Um, those are some of the big, heavier, chunkier, maybe blue cheer as well. Uh, fuzzy rock and rollers who continued. And not only that, other people started kind of bringing that up. You have Wino from the obsessed and then he did his own shit. And then you start kind of going into this whole other genre, like with the uh, witch finder general, and uh, they're going into like this whole doom side yeah, where yeah. things are kind of fuzzy. <laughs> the lines are kind of fuzzy there. Yeah, yeah. Know? This can easily go that route. Yeah. Know? So there's bands that kind of go into that route. So you have bands like Paul Bearer, bands like Yob, that really kind of expand upon the doom sound. Obviously, you have Candlemas, but 
when it comes to we're gonna stick to straight to sludge and stoner metal uh we're gonna go into that um i think what bands are are, are you know are really good actually you know yeah really good bands that we feel would be like a good starting point for people who aren't into this music that are barely getting into it that maybe want to like you know expand in a way while getting high yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. explorers of the universe <laughs> uh we we saw uh the original was it hellraiser oh hell yeah she's like who are you guys and they're like explorers <laughs> like talking about like whatever it's like yeah yeah, yeah. fuck that's cool dude, dude how, what do you think like before, i'm not getting off topic here but sure, sure. Like, I remember seeing Hellraiser as a kid, right? Yeah. And it scared the shit out of me. You yeah. know, it's something you've never seen before. Right. And then I rewatched it, like, <laughs> in October. Yeah. I rewatched it in October, and uh, it wasn't as good as I thought it was. Really? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It, I, I don't think it's a bad movie. Yeah. But I see it, and I'm like, I don't really remember it being like this. So... When I saw it, I mean, I've been, I've seen it several times within the last few years. For me, it's, it's, a, it's a strangely filmed movie. Yeah. It's doesn't have like this, a major motion picture feel to it sometimes. Which is good. Yeah. That's the only thing that throws, that throws me off of the, with the film. That and plus when you really think about it, it's kind of like, um, they, they don't, really dive deep into the universe of what really of who they are. Um, but what they do give you and what they present, I just love that. Yeah. You know, that's, that's there. I, I kind of feel like the whole man, the movie could have made so much fucking money. This, it, there could have been a really good series. Had they explored the whole lore that Clive yeah, Barker yeah, had yeah. made. I know the new one, the remake wanted to do that. And they were exploring that. I just don't... I, I couldn't do with the really boring and lackluster designs for the Cenobites. Um, I know I know. I was told, you know, keep watching it, right? Keep yeah. going, keep going. But I think we stopped like at 45, 40, 50 minutes maybe. Yeah. I, I watched it. I didn't like it. It's, yeah. not, it's not a bad movie. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's a lot better than what some of like the later Hellraiser movies were released. So it was, it was good, but I'm like, I just didn't feel it. Like you said, with like the way the Cenobites are designed. Yeah. I didn't, I felt like there was just too much going on with some of them. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is going on here with them. Yeah. yeah. And then it felt like I was watching 13 ghosts. That's, that's how I felt too. Like it, it, it felt like this was made for uh, I, I just thought it was like a PG thirteen kind of film, not really. I mean, they always hit. I really feel like the storyline was really dumb too. The, in terms of, you get your your usual tropes. She's you know she's a drug user or she's a fuck up, and fuck ups start going through problems and th- you know it just kind of snowballs into uh-huh. the whole mess uh, without giving it away too much. And I just thought I don't know it just kind of like did not really do it for me. 
Yeah, it didn't uh, seem like a Hellraiser movie. To, no, it did, it did not seem like a Hellraiser movie. Yeah. The to me the Hellraiser movie again, it has those strange kinky strange like sexual innuendos or yeah, sexu- yeah. very sexual in a lot of ways. Uh and that's why I kind of liked it. It the, mu- the music too. Yeah. I really love I really yeah. love the music in the first two. Yeah, and I just think it's funny how that girl just can't stop. She just really loves Frank's dick, man. Yeah. She fucking loves him, dude. Yeah. And hell she'll yeah. like do anything for him. It's crazy. That's the oh. kind of love you want, man. Hell yeah. You He's know? probably like hanging down there. Yeah, yeah like no a, shit. Got a warlock. He, for a while he had a uh like an actual weenie weenie like just hanging like for before, before you got his skin and then now he's an ant eater with a helmet now yeah more than likely <laughs> <laughs> all right all right all right let's get back to it <laughs> all right so i'm gonna go with the first one that i have on my uh list here yeah yeah and that's spiritual beggars so spiritual beggars to me is one of the old school ogs also you have uh michael lamont was actually in with these boys um you know, people know him from Arch Enemy, from Carcass, and from Carnage. Um, actually, if you didn't know, at one point, they actually had, um, I think, the the keyboardist that Opeth has. Okay. Uh, so, he came from there. Um, so, Michael, this is this is Michael Lamott's project. Psychedelic, stoner rock band, stoner metal. Uh, per Wilberg is the drummer. Uh, again... This guy is also been around different uh, bands. Uh, Charlie D'Angelo, which is the bass player yeah. for Academy, the the Night Float Orchestra. Uh, he's he's their bass player, and then you have um, I'm trying to see their their former drummers. Who's their current drummer? Ludwig Witt. Ludwig. Ludwig. He's been there since the beginning, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, I I had never listened to that band until. Until you added up to this list, and I took a listen to them. Yeah. You know, very stoner rock. Yeah, you know. they. I think they're very by the books, uh, by the numbers, really good. Uh, my favorite seems to be Ad Astra. The album came out two thousand and on Fire. Yeah, uh, two thousand two. Um, they released their last album. They released was in two thousand sixteen, which I'm I'm starting to think they're probably not doing anything anymore. But who knows? They're stoners, you know. So. Yeah, maybe they'll just. Get high one day yeah. and be like, yo, let's yo, fucking write an album. Weren't we writing an album? Yeah, maybe they just <laughs> forgot, you know? Like, maybe they just got, like, so blown that they're yeah. like, yeah. yo, we were writing an album back in yeah. 2016 <laughs> that we never finished. That's fucking funny, dude. <laughs> so, yeah, they're Swedish. Sweden. So, uh, our list starts off with Spiritual Beggars. Yeah, so, but that, like, they give me, like, a resemblance, like, Cathedral, too, which leads on to... Sure. Another band that we have here, yeah. um, which has vocalist Lee Dorian. Yeah. Who used to be the vocalist for Napalm Death. Correct. Yeah. Which, that's a weird transition there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that was <laughs> that was the, the the weirdest thing that happened. And, and I think where their first album, um, let me see, um, Forest of Equilibrium. I yeah. think there was kind of this strange, there's a strangeness to the vocals. And, and what was happening for me, I kind of, uh, I was like, this is all right, man. When I was listening to the carnival bazaar, oh, yeah, yeah. like, all right, I could do that. That's 1995. Like that's legit to me. That sounded fucking great. 
Uh, who else is in 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 uh, Cathedral? It was Gary Jennings guitar, Brian Dixon drums, and Scott Carlson on bass. Uh, yeah, I mean, these guys have that fucking sound, dude. Yeah, I feel they have that psychedelic take you oh, on yeah. a roller coaster type oh, thing, yeah. and you're just oh, gonna yeah. go on a ride. I'll say this: the vocals sometimes make me laugh, though. Yeah, I know. The way the way he does like yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like I feel like if I was getting high, listening to this, I'd be like, what the fuck am I listening to right now? Oh shit! Sorry, man. Uh, it's too funny. No, but Cathedral's Cathedral's a really good band. Yeah. Um, and if you think about it, like people that have listened to Napalm Deaths, it's like, how did he go from Napalm Deaths to Cathedral. No shit, dude. Let me see. He only did that one album, though. Scum. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, our next band is Goat Snake. So, Goat Snake is uh, from LA. And again, this was when the Obsessed kind of broke up. Um, they kind of took the. The bass player, I think the bass and the drums, I think, which is a guy, Penis. Yeah. <laughs> penis and drummer uh, was Greg Rogers. They they started jamming with the infamous Greg Anderson. So you know him from Thor's Hammer, Burning Witch, Sun. For a lot of people, Burning Witch is also one of the most OG of OGs in terms of the sludge, stoner rock scene. Yeah. Um, and then they have vocalist Pete Stahl. Um, so Goat Snake, uh, I'm trying to find the my, my playlist really quick. Because um, what I did is I made a playlist of like two or three songs from each band. And I just started kind of like jamming and listening to them. You yeah, know? yeah. Just kind of getting the mood and, and trying to feel what they're all about. Um, Goat Snake had uh, Elevated Man and Slipping, Slipping the Stealth. That kind of sounds a little perverted. Yes. What, what does that mean, though? Slipping the stealth. I don't know, brother. But this is off the I Plus Dog Days album. And then the other cool album. The one that I really liked was Black Age Blues, man. That's a great album. And mm. plus the album cover, I think you kind of you kind of get stoner vibes. Yeah, yeah. It's a little church. A church. little nowhere, black sky. Yeah. You know, a little little something something but that elevated man no yeah this is a good that's a good album um another starting band i think for a lot of different people um and it's crazy how a lot of these guys they they are ex-members of yeah you find that a lot though you find that a lot with these bands like well you you see it a lot in sweden norway germany all these bands are from fucking la arizona well you know well, the thing is, is because I think like in these, like in the United States, yeah, um, they it's a small, I guess it's a small scene from where they grew out of, so it's like how do we branch out and make yeah. this bigger? So you just take a guy from one band, and you guys try to make something bigger, mm-hmm. you know, and it just keeps branching off yeah. like that. So I think the best. Uh, one of the best mm, examples of that would be uh, Sleep. Yeah. I think Sleep is the biggest example. 
Um, which, coincidentally, Holy Mountain turned 30 just a couple of days ago. Yeah. So, Dragonaut, I mean, first of all, to me, that's the album. That's that's the album. Like, that's the Holy Bible for me. Yeah. It for, it, for Stoner Metal. Yeah, I feel like, the that's same it. way. That's it. But what the reason I say that, he, and then he ended up splitting up, and then he made High on Fire. Which is also a great band. High on Fire is also another wonderful fucking... I think I would say right, right in between everything, metal, stoner, heavy as fuck, uh, great vocals. I mean, Mike, is it Pike? Matt Pike? Matt, Matt Pike, and yeah. And his fucking fat-ass belly. He's always fucking playing without a shirt. And now he's only got nine toes. I think he got fucking amputated <laughs> oh, for shit. something. But no, I'm just kidding. He's not fucking fat. That dude... That dude that dude reminds me of those old wrestlers from like the eighties and the early nineties who were like fat fit. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I feel that. They drink a shit ton of beer, but they work out, so they have like that fucking that hard gut. belly. Yeah. It was hard as fuck. Feel and they that could, too. And they were like fucking dad strong, and they would fuck you up. Like I don't know why I just, <laughs> I just <laughs> dad strong. Yeah. It's like what are you? I'm dad strong. I'm dad strong. That's that's what uh, Matt Pike reminds me of. Just like. He's got that belly, except he's just yeah. fucking smoking and shit instead of drinking. But I do think sleep <laughs> is... Uh, I think when you think stoner, like this genre, mm-hmm. the first band you think about is sleep. Sure. I know that's the first band I always think about. Like, It's it's always like, oh, you listen to the stoner metal, stoner? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I listen to sleep. Right. And as posers that might sound like for me, it's just... When you think that, you just think this band. Mm-hmm. And like you also mentioned another band, uh, like how they were members of like, they created High on Fire. Another band named Om is a- another band. Yeah. So that's the, exactly. So what's crazy was, um, was it, was it Elsie's Nettos or who was it that made Om? Yeah. So Elsie's Nettos, he was also in, in Sleep. <clears throat> Once they, they veered and, and they left, um, he decided to make um so he's the uh lead singer and bassist yeah so um was kind of crazy because like again i'll I'll tell you what all of the bands that we're talking about they fucking hit it like they're right on the number dude like they're fucking on it dude in terms of that fucking sound that fucking stoner metal, that sludge, that well, not the sludge, but the stoner metal ones. Dude, they're mm. really fucking good. For me, it was really hard to listen to because they all have the same vibe. Yeah, you know, in and I know there's gonna be like dudes that are like, "Oh, that's blasphemy." No, but they all had the same fucking stoner vibe. the The difference probably is in tone, maybe here and there, sometimes a little bit more fuzzy, a little bit less, or more defined, but. Like they still had the same sort of. There's one that I say was very different. We'll go over right now. But um, what were we gonna say? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I feel you on that on that sound level because it's like if I listen to you know like Goat Snake and Um, like I still get the same vibe with the music. Mm-hmm. I still get the same little dung da dung da dung da. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, I still get that and. In a way, it become it can become a little too much. Like I can't listen to it, yeah. Like on the regular, I will say like we were 
we're talking about OM, but I w- I'm going to go back to sleep a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes sleep has that droniness to them mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dang. Like, sometimes I, I just can't listen to that. So let me, let, me, let me kind of go over what I feel as the analogy for me, how I take this. So I can't smoke weed. Yeah. I get anxious, which is supposed to be the opposite, right? I get anxious and I feel, I just don't like the perception of time being slower. And just kind of like, wait, what? Did you say something? Like, it just gets, I don't like that. So I'll probably be like, let me and just fucking give me speed, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I want to, I could say that microdosing is okay. Not too much, not a head change, and you're all right. Right? Maybe send some edibles that are like tiny fucking uh, THCs, you know, sort of yeah, not yeah. too strong, not too strong. Microdose, you know, little baby things here and there. Sure. And that's how I feel about stunner metal and in and, and general. Like, I need it in small doses because, I, like I told you, this is not my daily driver. Um, and so that's why at some points it does become a little samey. You know what I mean? Uh, not to... Not to say there's anything wrong with the music, because that's why these guys are fucking playing exactly what they need to be fucking playing. Yeah, yeah. Is those Black Sabbath fucking, you know, fuzzy, this really hot, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I get it. And they're all good. Yeah, we're not saying that they're bad. Yeah, exactly. Like, They're they're good, but, like, me as a person, I can listen to it, but like you said, just at a short period. At a short period, I can't listen to it on the daily mm-hmm. because I, in a way, I do feel like it becomes a little repetitive. And if mm-hmm. you listen to some of these bands, mm-hmm. if you listen to some of the bands that we're gonna, that we're talking about, that we have talked about, you will get that same sense, mm-hmm. and you'll, for lack of a better term, weed out mm-hmm. the ones that you like and the ones that you don't like. <laughs> That's what I was going with, also. Is that you're going to eventually be like, this is the ones that I'm sticking with. I vibe with this one. I like it. And I'm going to be listening to and following. Yeah. It. And these will branch off into other bands. Yeah. Like, um, you know, there, we haven't mentioned St. Vitus. I'm sure people will be like, oh, shit, St. Vitus. You know? Well, that's why he's, that's Wino. Also. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the OG guitarists yeah. out there who's doing that fucking sound. But uh, I kind of had to draw the line between what Doom Stoner, yeah, and Sludge was and kind of had to like crowbar a little bit of all of it <laughs> and kind of <laughs> make sure that I'm kind of doing it the proper representation without yeah. having to step on people's toes, yeah, because the lines get blurred really yeah, quick once exactly. you start branching. It's like, is it Sludge? Is it Stoner? Yeah. Is it you know, Doom? You're forgetting these guys, you're forgetting those, and yeah. it's like we're not trying to forget, we're trying to just make a nice shark coochie board <laughs> a nice charcuterie board for you guys of stoner metal so that when you take your joint do some puffs do a line of 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 puffs just kidding <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have something to chew on right you have something to fucking munch on right so that's what i'm saying like and i and and i mean that in the most dad joke way too yeah yeah i'm not trying to be an asshole um so let's move on let's let me see who i got who do i got here um, actually, let's go with Kiss. Cuss. Kiss. Yeah, Kiss. How do you say it? 
I say uh, Kais. I saw that they are Kes. Kes. Kai, how did you say it? I said Kais. Yeah, I think the beginning terminology is Kais. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Kais. Kais. So, Desert Rock. Yeah. Super OG. 87 from California, Palm, Palm Desert. Later on, members became Queens of the Stone Age, Fu Manchu, Eagles of Death Metal, Mondo Generator. Of course. Um, them Crooked Vultures. Hermano. These guys are one of the one of the first OGs, one of the OGs out there yeah. really, really doing that shit. And I and I really dig their sound. I man. love their sound. I love their sound. That Sky Valley album, really yeah. fucking good. Um what's interesting to me is like I saw is it Josh Home, Josh Homie, mm-hmm. whatever. Um <clears throat> he did an episode with Anthony Bourdain. I don't know if you saw that. Oh nah. And I don't know what um because Bourdain did different shows. Yeah. So he did CNN. He did a um, one through, I think it was Travel Network. He did a lot of different shows, right? And so he basically did the same thing in every show. Go to a new city, hang out with somebody, drink some beer. They show him around town, talk politics, why things are the way things are in that city, blah, blah, blah. They do the same thing, right? Well, he did one in, uh, I believe it was either in Arizona or in um, Cali, in the in the desert. Yeah. And all the homies, Josh Home, homie, <laughs> and all his homies were, I mean, they had like this huge, it's like, it's like a fucking property where they have their fucking dirt bikes and they're just yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, fucking yeah. around. And they're, it's like, that's just like the back, the backyard. It's just like background it's shit. It's just like background shit. They're, they're just like drinking beer, drinking um, alcohol, different alcohols. And they just start making him a fucking big fucking feast. Hell yeah. You know? And then like he's like, oh, I'm going to take you tomorrow. We're going to go hungover. We're going to go to this flea market. And Josh is all telling him, we're going to go to this badass flea market tomorrow. And Bourdain's like, fuck yeah, man. I can't wait for this shit. And I swear I could tell you. That I am sure Josh Holmes, homie, is a sweetheart. But to his homies, because I know he's a fucking asshole. Yeah. You know what I mean? He is an asshole. But, I mean, I think he just, he rocked somebody's culero, no, on stage. I think uh, so. Somebody came on stage and he was like, get the fuck away from me. Or I forgot what happened. Uh, which I don't normally, I that's fine. Yeah, yeah. That's fine because you're like on stage. You don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, yeah. You don't get Dimebag Daryl. No, you don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't understand. You don't know what's going on. But, and uh, I just thought it was interesting. But I just feel like he's a, he's a, he's the nicest guy. He was, and man, that episode was so fucking sweet, too. Dude, yeah. I'm sure it was. Imagine. It was, yeah. And they were playing the music. They created the music for that show while they were filming it. It was fucking weird. Yeah, right? that's fucking tight. Yeah, that was a really good episode. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just really like you know this whole idea of that desert scene, desert rock scene. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Yeah, you feel that when you like you, you can see it while you're listening to it when listening to Caius. Yeah, and and yeah. that's tight. That's yeah. that's probably like one of the one of the ones that I could probably listen to. Yeah, Blues for the Red Sun. Welcome to the Sky Valley. Welcome to Sky Valley. Uh, I know John Garcia. 
and Alfredo Alfredo Hernandez is a drummer and 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 John Garcia was a vocalist. Uh did he leave? He also did Slow Burn, Unida, Hermano. Yeah. I'm trying to see what else they they formed cuz yeah, yeah. cuz a lot of these dudes it's like in, incest, you know, like in the right. Yeah, place. yeah. That's usually what they do. Yeah. I I don't I don't like this band for some reason, but Monster Magnet they're a hot ticket, man. I I am not a big fan of them. I'm either. not, but I kind of feel like they got some influence, like a band like Caius. I could see that, yeah. And, but for some reason, I just don't like Monster Magnet. Yeah, I'm just like, either. nah, not Monster Magnet. I'm not down. Nah, when they 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 went all like uh, pop or whatever, yeah, mid '90s. I was like, nah, this. I saw mm-hmm. them and like, this isn't. This isn't my kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. <laughs> Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, so where are we at? So we did we did Caius. Let's do Orange Goblin, man. Orange Goblin. So Orange Goblin, and let me pull up Goblin these nuts. <laughs> Gobble these nuts. <laughs> so the Orange Goblin is from London. Uh, they start ninety five. We have uh, we have Ben Ben Ward, Joe Hoare, and Chris Turner. For me. Um, Things kind of started with time traveling blues, man, and the mm. big the big black. But time traveling blues, you just hear that album, and you you see the cover art, for one, and you're like, oh yeah, I know what the fuck I'm getting with this. Oh shit. hell yeah, you know exactly what. Yeah, you're yeah, so you see chick, that? You're like this chick. Oh yeah, this chick on a fucking motorcycle. It looks like she's on Mars or something else, you know. Um. Good, I think a greater band or better band possibly than spiritual beggars um they have they did an album a while back called the wolf bites back not one of my favorites i think their old shit is where you needs to be yeah you know if you want to listen to like this the good stuff just stick to the yeah i think the big black akuti grace uh thieving from the house of god um I think of all, a lot of their old stuff is really, really fucking good. But I think Orange Goblin are one of the bands out there that are probably under the radar, I would say. Yeah, I mean, hmm. I feel like it could go, like, both ways. Because I feel like if you're in the know, you know Orange Goblin. You're like, if you're not, then you're not going to know who the hell they are. Because you see their names seen them on festivals and stuff like yeah that. they're always on festivals so they're they've been they do bloodstock hellfest they're always on a lot of these actually i didn't even know this um eulogy for the dam 2012 uh voted number three in metal hammer yeah voted one of the top albums of 2012 same year voted best band by the readers of terrorizer magazine Dang. so these guys are they know what they're doing hell yeah um let's move on to Electric uh, Wizard? Another OG. So, <sighs> these guys kind of go more into the satanic realm or occultist. Yeah. The occult. Um, darker circles, I would say. Um, I I used to have, uh, I had friends who would like tell me that they would listen to Electric Wizard and uh, shit started popping off at home. What? Uh, paranormal activity started to 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 occur. Oh, shit, that's and tight. I thought that was really, um, I don't know, that's pretty cool. Like, 
I'm like, I'm not going to li- listen to Electric Wizard then. Fuck that. And so then I think there's becomes this, like, this uh, legend, this legend, this grows with a band like that who I, I guess it's just like, is that even true? Probably not. Yeah. But I just thought it was so fucking interesting at that time. And I was like uh, my mid to late 20s. Uh, and sure i mean for a lot of people you you i i was even introduced to them or even fucking even knew about them it was that dope throne album yeah um i liked come my fanatics dope throne What's different about these guys is their fucking tone is ultra fuzzy dude yeah to the point where it's distorted it's distorted fuzz and it's not even fuzzy it's like just it's like broken fuzz so they're (laughs) like they're one of the perfect examples of being like more in the sludge they start in the mix yeah they're right in between both yeah so just osborne he's the vocalist rhythm guitarist um i think now it's him and liz buckingham both of them too she added a lot of elements to them and now it's just, I think, a great, um, I don't know, dude. Their music's just fucking heavy, dude. Yeah. It's like, sounds, it's fucking crazy, yeah. man. What if, what if that guy that was listening to Electric Wizard was just so high off his balls that he just thought he was seeing things and he's just like, fucking Electric Wizard way. <laughs> you know? Like, what if he was just that high that Electric Wizard just made him see shit? I don't know, man. It's like, hi, that could be it. Somebody está buena. Like, yeah, right. Um, so obviously they asked the dude Osborne, they asked him, where do you fucking get your, your name from? And it's black Sabbath. So, um, uh, the wizard and electric funeral. Mm-hmm. So that's where they got their name. Yeah. Electric wizard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, come on, dude, their albums. I love the throat, the dope throne album. It's like super. Yeah. Like, like very, occulty you know yeah they have like a satan dude like have a, smoking a bong they have a satanic wizard come my fanatics has probably the most creepier one because it's just like a cultist you know like like an actual cult oh uh, yeah yeah and for they're sure. just like just staring off into this and then different dimension yeah the galaxy type yeah. shit um for me and this is just me I know these guys are legendary and they they've hit all over. They've been all over the world, but it's a little too the the fuzz is too distorted for me. It's just like this next band. You guys are no the, for Electric Wizard. Like, oh, you guys got, are gonna got it, got fuck it. up my fucking speakers, man. Like she's <laughs> like that's the point. I know, right? Um, so let's roll that beautiful bean footage. No, let's roll into <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's roll into the famous one that a lot of people want to hear about. Uh, let's go into Acid Bath. I know Acid Bath is probably the one of the most recognizable sludge metal bands out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not, you know, that's Dax Riggs. Um, he's the main dude. I mean, he, he kind of got everything going. I know he uh, ended up making uh, Dead Boy and the Elephant Man. You know, very talented guitarist. Uh, didn't have very many albums, did they? No. 
I just I just know the one with John Wayne Gacy on it. Yeah, that was when the kite string pops, and then they did Pagan Terrorism Tactics. Um, they're very short, very short lived. Um, but they did have Sammy Duet, so you know, which is in um, he was in Crowbar for a bit, mm-hmm. and then he left, and he did is it Goat Whore? Oh, so he's a guitarist for Goat Whore. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't know. I mean, like. Acid Bath, they're, I think, for Sludge, they're the one of the best yeah, yeah. to listen to. And, I, again, I started with that, like the one you said with, with uh, Pogo the Clown, the when the kite string pops. Um, that was really fucking cool. Um, let me see the, the songs, the track listing. So the track listing for this one. <laughs> Dr. Seuss is dead. Uh, I don't know. They, these guys went with... There's one song that really fucking got me. I'm trying to find it. From Massive Bleed Me, Bleed Me an Ocean. Bleed Me an Ocean was really fucking cool because that one's from uh, Pagan Terroristic Tactics, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I love that one because it has this fucking... Um, almost like... Almost like this grunge... Smashing Pumpkins thing going on with the vocals. Okay. Where you're like, oh, shit, okay, I could still tell, like, oh, these guys probably watch a lot of MTV. They're kind of going in that in that, in those, in that world, you know, kind of that heavy stuff. I could see that, you know? And then all of a sudden, like, it starts to get heavy. It gets kind of groovy. It gets mm-hmm. double bassy. And then all of, it, all of a sudden, like, towards the end, it's just, like, screaming and, and whatever. He starts getting all, like, aggressive in his vocals. And I'm like, fuck yeah, bleed me a fucking ocean, dude. Like... Uh, excuse me that was a fucking good one that is a really cool song we also I also checked out The Blue The Blue is another great fucking song but I think when it when it comes to sludge dirty grimy uh, really I think Acid Bath is the OGs for that yeah can agree with that yeah so let's go with another sludge band I, I think I Hate God I Hate God, very clever, uh, their name, believe New Orleans, um, let me see if I can 100% get that. Yeah, I think they're from New Orleans. Yeah, so they're from New Orleans, um, and they were, they were, they were fans of already, of The Obsessed, they were fans of COC, they were fans of Celtic Frost, the Black Sabbath. They were already fans of, of all those bands, you know. And, of course, and then you have, you know, Jimmy Bauer. You have Mike Williams. Uh, you have a lot of these dudes who are, who are in, in – I think I think Jimmy Bauer was the one that's in uh, Super Joint Ritual now. I think he is. Let me see. Super Joint – I think they're just called Super Joint. No, Super Joint Ritual. Well, they changed their name, though. Did they? Yeah. To just Super Joint. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Jimmy Bauer was is part of that. Uh, Phil Anselmo was on there. And then Hank fucking Williams third. Yeah, dude. man. That motherfucker. Have you heard his country shit? I've, I've, heard, I've heard some of his music. It's fucking awesome, dude. Dude, I think it's good. That yeah. outlaw... That outlaw yeah. country, yeah, 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 I love outlaw, yeah, yeah. This is fucking awesome, man. 
Like, it's just fun, dude. Yeah. That shit's fun. Just, like, have some beers and whiskey and just fucking... Hell yeah. Just chill. Yeah, that's good shit. Uh, good thing about I Hate God, though, is yeah. that I feel like it. They like if you listen to them, I don't think it just caters to just, like, stoner. Oh, no, no. dude. They're metal. They have this, this vibe... And I think it goes it goes in the heavier routes, man. Yeah, I I've seen especially like especially vocally. I see that it caters a lot to like in metal, and it caters a lot to like some like punk, mm-hmm. and well, until it's some of that crust punk too. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So it's a good thing about I Hate God is that they, with the sound that they have, mm-hmm. they're they can like the, and the things that they've done, like you know, like film someone that. Damn it, Siri. Siri! Look, she she heard vanilla sprinkled Dunkaroos are so heavy metal. <laughs> 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 Fucking Siri, man, cool. Dang. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, so I feel like they they you listen to them, and I feel like they kind of appeal to like other genres too of music. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not just strictly stoner sludge or anything like that. Yeah, they have this heavier this heavier sort of, I don't know, the musically very different. Yeah. I will say that my f- introduction to them was the Confederacy of Ruined Lives. Okay. Dope Sick and then Take His Pain for Needed. Um, what I heard was Self-Medication Blues and Worthless Rescue, Take As Needed for Pain, White neighbor. I loved everything that I heard <clears throat> because it does have a slightly different element. Besides, you're still getting yeah, sure you're getting those those blues riffs, you know those the stoner riffs and stuff like that. But you're getting it. Uh, you're getting aggressive vocals. Yeah, you're getting very aggressive vocals, but you're also getting like this. It's sort of it's pretty grimy, but they do it in a different way that it's to me I could easily digest it you know what i mean yeah uh so yeah definitely another great band for people to check out i hate god e i like your i i hate god again very clever clever guys um another band that i think is uh i think another clever name is bongzilla man oh yeah yeah bongzilla man they're uh hmm they're a tough one for me, though. Are they? Yeah, yeah. So these guys are from Wisconsin. They're from Madison, Wisconsin. They have that album, Marijuana. Marijuana, yeah. Marijuana. Yeah. Marijuanacation. Marijuanacation. Cakin. Huh? Marijuanacan. 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 Yeah, marijuanacan. I don't know how you fucking Americanican. say Yeah, I, I like mine better. Marijuana. Marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> they were on relapse. I didn't know that they were on relapse. Yeah, they're on relapse. Okay. And uh, I listen to them. They're a good band. Don't get me wrong. They're a good band. Uh, they do have some aggressive vocals. Like, yeah. the, I want to say like, uh, not the screeching type. Like, like uh, super joint. Like sometimes Phil does that screeching. Yeah, kind of along those lines. Mm. Um, but I think Bongzilla is just one of those bands that I just, I just like. I I listen to them because of the name. Yeah, I mean they have that cool. They have cool songs. Green Thumb, 
Americanican. Uh, they have really good shit, and I can't. I honestly, they're another very well fucking. They do, they do it. They do it great, man. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong with it. Again, they do stoner rock, but a little bit more dirty. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the difference with between them. Um, and I, I kind of wanted to, and of course, their fucking name, and all they do is just talk about weed and whatnot. You know what I mean? So that's cool. I mean, their their latest album was called Weed Wisconsin, I think. <laughs> so I mean, that's fucking funny. Uh, one of the bands that I want, I really wanted to talk about because I thought it was fucking nuts was Bong Ripper, dude. Uh, Bong Ripper are fucking insane, dude. Because mm. they're kind of they meet those lines of like doom, yes, and they're ultra like almost fucking black metal, dude. Like they have this fucking they start just uh what do you call it like uh not blast beats but they're just fucking playing fast, yeah. And then it's like what the f- am I listening to like? stoner black metal or some shit you know dude i i love bong ripper yeah i love bong ripper they had that album uh satan worshiping doom yes yeah that album just sounds heavy it's has that super doom shit and yeah. i'm just like holy shit yeah it's fucking good and, and not to mention sure you know electric wizard and probably other bands uh, that play this style they have lengthy songs yeah so between 12 to 20 minutes uh, you're gonna get your doom on. You're gonna get your fucking your weed on. You're gonna get your weed on. I mean, it's some good shit. Yeah, because they, they yeah. also have that other album, um, the Great Barrier Reefer. Yeah, that's the one I was looking at right now. Yeah. They have Hippie Killer. They have uh, Her- Heroin, Heat Ashberry. But yeah, the the Satan worshiping Doom, fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. Um, that was split with a sex tape. That's good. And it, they had like two songs on there. Yeah. And I think that's a good little split that the, they have. The songs that I heard, Reefer Sutherland. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a really that's good a song. Good, that's a really that good song. That song is so fucking good. Yeah. I think it's like an eight minute, nine minute song. Yeah. And then Satan. Oh, yeah. Satan's really fucking good, man. So yeah. for sure, they're loud. Yeah. They're heavy. But absolutely fucking different from everything in terms of. I feel like this is what I needed when I heard them because they were just like so vastly different. Mm-hmm. They weren't simply just writing the same blues riff. They were just doing something completely different, ultra fucking heavy, but in a way that it's not boring for me. Yeah. You know what I mean, I just loved it. I just, I yeah, really they, enjoyed them. They have a lot of different transitions in their music and I'm just yeah. like, this is so fucking good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> for me, I wanted it kind of to save for me. They're the best and the funnest to listen to. Mm-hmm. And the last one is our, our last band that we're going to talk about. Sorry, guys, is the Melvins, the legendary Melvins. So King King Buzzo or whatever his name is mm-hmm. uh, for me. Absolutely fucking they do it for me, dude. They're not heavy, but they have heavy elements to them. Yeah. And and, you know, what's his name? Uh, Buzz Osborne, he doesn't look like he sings like that. <laughs> he doesn't. He's like, yeah. I was like, what? Like the you fuck? see him and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. But the the good thing about the Melvins is that they're they have their stoner vibes, sure. But they also bring in a ton of other type of shit, and they're not afraid to do yeah. it. Yeah. I and mean, they make it sound really fucking well. Yes. Yeah. I like was, I, was, I was, I was telling you, I I was um. I was laughing because of, I think I might have seen 
Bill and Ted. Yeah. And you know when they when they not pants but um atomic wedgie. Yeah, yeah. And they're like Melvin. Yeah, and yeah. And they they we dude we Melvin death like and it was like Melvin like when they were just keep saying that shit I was like you know I'm gonna check them out. So that's when I went on my little Melvin's like fucking trip and I just started listening to them. Um, yeah, dude, they're f- completely fucking different. Very, I want to say grungy, but stonery and everything. No? Yeah, because like, they do add a bunch of like different elements. Yeah. They had that grunge sound. Yeah. They have that stoner sound. Yeah. Uh, they're not afraid to, like I said, they're not afraid to dip their toes with anything like... Um, I think they did a split with Mud Honey. Mm-hmm. They've done a split with Brutal Truth, who's a grind band. Yeah, that's crazy. They've done a, they've done a, I think a split with some uh, Lustmord. Mm, really? Yeah. What the fuck? And I'm like, what the I, fuck? I know they did they record um, Bleach, uh, Nirvana. I think they did. They, I think he, I think Buzz might have had his hand in that. Yeah. And I think he had a hand in for them getting as big as they got. So I thought that was pretty cool too. Um, I think the albums that for me that I kind of uh, really go towards are Houdini and um, Stoner Witch. Yeah, Houdini for sure. Yeah, Houdini I think is like one of the most. Um, I mean, the fucking cover art of these two little kids playing with pups, two, a two-headed pup, like, <laughs> like you can't you can't go wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's cool. I mean, to me, yeah. And, and and not only that, for them to get on a major record label like Atlantic, like that's pretty cool, dude. And for them to still keep doing it now, they're still they're still around, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's they were literally here like a week ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they're still doing it. They're yeah. still doing it strong too. And it's funny because they're still being lumped as a grunge band. Hmm. So that's interesting. But yeah, they have it. So it's Buzz Osborne. Um. Dale Crover, Stephen Shane McDonald. Uh, I wonder what other what other projects does Buzz have? Also known as King Buzzo. King Buzzo. So he was in Fantomas. I did not know that. Oh, okay. And he's in Venomous Concept. Ooh, so, that's a good band. I just love his outfit. He just has this fucking strange... Like I'm from the future, but like from the fifties. Yeah, you know with like I mean? the the long. Uh, yeah. Does it have like the collar? The, the collar. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, long yeah, collar. Yeah. Like he just needs a helmet, and he'd be like one of those like old school Martian aliens, you know. Um, but what I thought was funny is how they got their name from like some dude who worked at a, like at a thrift store. I think it was called Thriftway or some shit like that. Oh shit! And that supposedly that I think his name was Melvin. <laughs> and that uh, they just started using it as a like as a name like as like oh you got melvin or like something like that i don't know and then they just said fuck it we'll just call ourselves the melvins um i thought that was pretty cool and it just stuck it just fucking stuck um but yeah like those are some of our uh i think those are i think it's a really good list of bands i think that kind of covers um the gamut dude of, of stoner rock stoner metal yeah we're not gonna obviously there's so many fucking yeah bands out there um i know there's weed eater mm-hmm. i mean there's a shit ton of bands out there yeah we already mentioned metal church um so burning witch burning witch but metal church is a, a thrash band wait wait which one's the stoner one 
the other church? I mean, there's Cannabis Corpse. No, 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 no. There's which one's the one with the Japanese guy? Uh, oh, I don't know. That's it. I think it's Metal Church. Let me see. No, nah, Metal Church is the uh, the dudes from uh, old school uh, thrash band. I think David Wayne and I forgot the oh, other. Oh, who am I thinking of? Dude, this is gonna bug me. Their name's Church. Do they have Church in their name. They have metal in their name. Damn, and they're Japanese. Yeah. I mean, there's a band. <clears throat> uh. Oh. What band? Are they more Doom now? Are they? I forgot. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Someone's probably listening right now. Going to be like, "You're an idiot." It's this band, stupid. Stop saying metal church. <laughs> I mean, I know it's not metal church because they're thrash. Church of Misery. Oh, okay, okay. Church of Church misery. of Misery. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. one. I kept saying metal church. <laughs> I'm a dumbass. Don't uh, correct me, guys. Don't get mad at me. Don't at me. Church of Misery is the one. <clears throat> so. I think that's a very good, concise list of bands that I think people should check out. Or have, if not, if they have already checked out, what do you think of our list? Uh, I did want to say that um, I am still looking for another co-host to do other episodes. I was being serious the last time. i um, looking for somebody very well-rounded, not into this, you know, not into radio rock only type metal. Uh, we lean towards progressive metal, black metal, power metal, death metal. Um, those seems to be like the ones we really go towards now. Yeah. Uh, I think. Um, so if you guys hit me up, send me an, uh, shoot me an email at that metal podcast one at gmail.com. Um, again, I want to say thank you to all the veterans for putting up with us and thank you for everything that you do and for allowing us to talk shit and for uh, <laughs> allowing, you know, giving us the freedoms to do this. Uh, and I do want to say that in the most sincere way, because my pops is a veteran, my pops went to Vietnam. Uh, I have a good friend who was in Iraq. I have, um, family who is in special forces. I have family who is, uh, army. My brother, He's in Border Patrol, but he had paramilitary training. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> He's one of the OGs uh, of the OG training. Uh, but yeah, so I just want to say thank you guys for everything. Um, we're gonna we're gonna have a series of uh, really good episodes coming up pretty soon. Um, there's an idea that I wanted to see if you'd buy, be funny if you'd be interested in. Yeah, yeah. And I fucking forgot that I don't know if I listed it. Um, but it's going to be this versus that. Okay. So it was good. Oh yeah. So it's going to be new metal versus new rock, like machine gun Kelly and <laughs> Demi Lovato. God, What's, come on. What would we rather listen to? Okay. You know what I mean? That, excuse me. That's, that's the idea. Yeah. 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 But anyways, Thank you guys for sticking around. Let's see if, uh, you know, we'll do something soon. Yeah. And before, before we, uh, 
because we're getting ready to wrap up. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we go ahead and do this, there for the people still listening on the stoner stuff, there's a documentary on YouTube called uh, Such Hawks, Such Hounds, or Such Hounds, Such Hawks. Um, look it up on YouTube, and it will give you like a definitely great idea as to like all this stoner rock. They talk about Caius. They talk about St. Vitus. They talk about Pentagram. Uh, such hawks, such hounds. Such hawks, such hounds. And it's a great documentary. You guys should check it out. Let me see if I'm going to be able to link that in the description of uh, of the episode. For when. sure. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Uh, let me know what you guys thought. Again, email. And let me see, uh, you know, any suggestions. That'd be great. Or any other user, uh, listener requests. Yeah. That would be great. So like Wesley David requested this, mm-hmm. so we appreciate him listening. Yeah. And um, yeah, just like he requested, like, hey, you guys should do one on Stoner Doom or Metal. Mm-hmm. Um, if anyone has any ideas, just shoot your shot. We're always looking at um, mm-hmm. comments and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm always interested because I I feel like uh, I I want to change it up a little bit, you know. Yeah. And sometimes, and there is gonna be a huge episode that i'm really gonna be happy to do very soon uh and i guess you'll know it when you hear it <laughs> all right guys buy the ticket take the fucking ride, ride.